Welcome to the Influential Assistant Podcast, where we spend around 15 minutes together discussing ways to build influence, not only with your executive, but with your entire team. I'm your host, Anna Bean. Well, good morning, everyone. I hope that you have had a great week. Um, And I wanted to say thank you to all the new listeners. It looks like we've had some people join our little group on our corner of the internet. So thank you so much for tuning in, for listening in. Um, I hope that you will enjoy this little 15 minutes of fun and reflection and some hot takes on the industry. So welcome. I'm so glad that you're here and I'm so thankful that you would spend some time with me. Um, So today we're going to be diving into a topic that is really um, fairly universal, in my opinion. (laughs) Anyone in a position where you're constantly serving other people, which unless you're the CEO, is probably anyone, um, but specifically for executive assistants, office managers, or I mean, really customer support folks. I mean, this is just so... uh, prevalent, right? Because at the end of the day, we all feel like we're answering to someone. <laughs> so um, so today's topic is going to be a little bit meaty. I know that last, uh, last time we talked about a lot of my big mistakes. Um, and I want to give a special shout out to Hannah over at the office management group for sharing some of her mistakes after listening to the episode. <laughs> I can totally relate. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for a episode with some fun mishaps and some good take- takeaways, go listen to episode five, my biggest mistakes so far. Um, so today's topic is going to be about not losing respect for the people that you serve. And this isn't something that I've ever heard anyone talk about. I have served four executives in my time now as an executive assistant over the years, and they have each been extremely different in what they need and what gaps they have um, and in the ways that they are stronger than me in certain things. So my first executive, the very first person who believed in me to begin with and really gave me a shot at this career, um, he is a fantastic people person. He is great at talking to people and the gift of gab and being able to fundraise and overall just being really equipped to have great conversations and make people feel like they are welcome in a space and wanted in that moment. What he wasn't great at was written communications or giving prepared speeches. He actually struggled with a little bit of dyslexia. And so because of that, emails, handwritten cards, none of those things were going to be his strong suit. And so one of the daily rituals that we had was where I would actually, at the beginning and at the end of the day, we would go into his office and I'll never forget he had this big leather chair that was just super cozy. Um, And I'll never forget that chair, but we would sit down and um, I'd cozy into that chair and I'd just sit there and I'd have my laptop and we would go through his emails and he would kind of quickly give me the gist of what he wanted to say. And then I would quickly type it up, um, make sure that he was good with everything that it said and off we would go to the next email. And so he didn't get like gobs and gobs of emails. So this was manageable since we were doing it twice a day. But, you know, it also kind of gave him permission throughout the day to like ignore your emails. We'll address it later. uh, Move on to other things, which was kind of a really good time management tool. But yeah, we would sit down and we would answer them all together. My second executive was um, a woman and she is just so amazing at engaging people and making them feel like they're the only person she's talking to in the room. And she's fantastic at recruiting volunteers, which at the time 
she was responsible for recruiting volunteers to a very large volunteer team. So helping people feel valued, helping make sure that people felt like they were needed, like we have a spot for them. She was just fantastic at that. What she wasn't great at, what she's still not great at, is being on time to anything ever. And if you went and talked to her today, she would admit that even still, like being on time is just not something that she's great at, which when you're an assistant and a large part of your role is to make sure that someone gets to a place on time, you know, that's just not something that ever worked out for me. Um, So there's just a couple examples of how every leader has things they're fantastic at and things that they're not great at. And that's the whole reason that people hire assistants, right? Is because they have that self-awareness. They realize that there's a weakness in there and they know that they need help. So then you have the support players. That's us where the whole reason that you're in that role is because people have needs, right? So they're coming to you with their problems. They're coming to you with their gaps and saying, hey, help me with this. Can I trust you to help fill this gap for me? Can you be the glue that holds all of this together? Um, And of course, on our best days, we all want to say yes, right? Of course. Last episode, we talked about not having the goal be getting everything done, but instead the goal being being approachable so that your executive can trust you with more. And so when your people come to you and say, hey, I have a problem. Can you help me? They are in that moment showing some vulnerability, right? Because they are admitting, I don't have it all together. I don't have all the answers and I need you. Now, on our worst days where maybe we're not handling things quite so well, we could take that as, gosh, can they just not find that thing in Google Drive I've shown them so many times how to find? Or can my team not wash their own darn dishes? Do I really need to clean up behind my team? Or gosh, these customers, I have shown them 15 times how to do this one particular thing. Why can they not do that? I've sent them an email with clear instructions. Just read the email, (laughs) right? Does any of that resonate with anyone? And it's that internal monologue, right? It's those little seeds of bitterness that can sprout in our head and that can start to make the job one that breeds disrespect instead of a joy for serving. And I think we have to be very cautious about this. I have seen on many online forums or Instagram accounts where assistants are just ranting about how stupid their executives are. And yes, there is a very human need to vent, to feel understood, especially on our frustrating days. But online in a public forum like that is simply not appropriate. If you're venting, then I would strongly encourage you to just take a step back and really evaluate if you're doing that out of a need to get it off your chest and then be emotionally healthy, or are you doing it for attention? Because that's the kind of stuff that gets a response from other people, right? Or are you doing it out of an overflow of a bitter, resentful heart that has lost its respect for the people who you claim to serve? Now, I know that's a lot of process, so I'm going to review it again. If you're venting in an online public forum, whether it's on Instagram, whether that's on, you know, an online forum where everyone can kind of see where you're going through, you're not controlling the people who you're venting with then there's a good chance that you're either trying to get attention or this is an overflow of a bitter heart because you have lost sight of the fact that you are supporting someone. And the whole reason that they need support is because they're not perfect. They know they have gaps. And honestly, talking about losing respect, if someone from your organization or heaven forbid your executive were to see what you're putting out there and venting, airing all this dirty laundry, 
that's one of the fastest ways that you can lose respect, that you can lose influence in your organization. Gosh, that's a really heavy thing to gamble just for a little bit of attention. Yeah. For me, there have definitely been seasons where I have been frustrated and I have not been in a right mind. I have not had a kind heart. And so the inner dialogue that has filled my brain has been again with the question, um, you know, why can't they just do X? Why can't they just do Y? I've shown them how to do that. And so that's my own confession that when I'm not in a healthy place, I can become a very bitter, resentful person. And you can lose sight of the fact that this person only needs your help because they know they need help. They have asked you, they have invited you in. And so if you've gone so far as to where you can't find one thing about that executive, you can't find one thing about that customer base that excites you, that makes you respect how they go about doing things and makes you feel honored to be serving, then it might be time for you to move on out of the sake of your own mental health and for the benefit of the company. Now, y'all, I've had seasons I've had quarters that have been really difficult and I have felt, you know, we talked last episode about feeling entitled, right? I online (laughs) bared my soul that I struggle with that, right? And I think we all do if we're honest. We talked about, you know, all those mistakes I've made in the past. So go back and take a listen to that episode because there's some serious confessions in there (laughs) of how I've mishandled things. When all of those things culminate into a really bad season of week on week on week of having a bitter heart, planting those seeds of disrespect. And at the end of the day, you have to decide, like, are you, are you done here? Have you served your executive to the point where the annoyances outweigh how much you're able to give? Because if so, then maybe you've contributed what you can to the organization. Now, I'm not telling you that you need to leave and I'm not telling you that that's something that maybe, and maybe you don't even struggle with this one, right? But we all have bad days. And I was recently on Hen Barker's podcast assistance together. And one of the things that she asked me was, how do you know that you've picked the right profession? And I'm butchering her question. She's so eloquent, but you know, I, I think that you know, you're in the right job when you're happy with the kind of hard days that you're having, right? Every job has hard days. (laughs) And so if the hard days that you're having are, you know, yes, it's annoying to have to answer that same question of where that Google thing is every single week. But if that's the hard day that you're having and you're okay with that, then you're on board. Okay, great. You're in the right spot. Keep doing what you're doing. But if you find yourself being full of resentment and just, oh, I'm going to get on Instagram stories and talk about how stupid this is. Well, then maybe there's some inner work that needs to happen on yourself. Maybe your executive is getting the overflow of some other thing that's happening to you personally. In in my life, sometimes I call this, you're, you're getting someone else's mail, right? <laughs> someone has sent an anger package and it wasn't addressed to you, but you've got it, right? Maybe your executive is getting someone else's mail. Maybe you had a fight with your partner that morning, or maybe the cat threw up on the rug right before you left for work. And now you're just grumpy. And they ask you this question that they ask all the time now that you're at work and it just sets you off, right? They're getting someone else's mail, the overflow of some other thing that's happening in your life. But either way, you need to examine what's going on in your heart that is preventing you from serving with the right kind of approachability and kindness that you originally set out to have in this profession. So I know that's a lot to take in, but I think that that's something that we have to be very careful about. And anytime 
that you're in any kind of support role, and I know I'm always going to approach this from an executive assistance perspective because that's my main banner, that's my main title, but we have a custom, we have customer service people on my team too, and I've talked to them about this. They can struggle with this. I know office managers struggle with this, and gosh, anytime you're in any kind of role where the whole point of you being in that role is so that people with problems can come to you, this is going to be an issue. So I don't know what works best for you, but set some kind of gut check. Identify the small, and hear me on this, a small group of people who you trust, a mentor or a direct message on a trusted Slack community with other peers. You know, I'm a part of the officials. And if you're not part of the officials yet, you need to go. In fact, if you go to join the officials Instagram page and follow the link in her bio um, to get to the main site, you can put in where you have a code. And if you enter the code, join Anna B at the officials, um, you can actually get three days free. And she's going to be closing the doors to the community until October in like eight days um, so that she can really focus in on the community so that they can really work on courses for the community. So you've got eight days, run, don't walk, <laughs> go try it out. You get three days free. If you use the code join Anna B that's the letter B is in boy, join Anna B at the officials, all one word, put that code in and that gets you three days free. And that lets you check this amazing online community out. Um, but like I was saying, take a small group of people and I have met on the official Slack group two or three executive assistants who over time I've established really close connections with. We text outside of the community. And so if I'm having a bad day, I'm going to put together a little DM of them and be like, hey, guys, I'm having a hard day. I'm feeling really snarky. <laughs> I just need to vent a little bit here. And I need you to tell me to get my act together. And that's very different than going on to some Facebook group and talking about how stupid your executive is. And that's very different than having the posture of I'm going to go online to my Instagram story and talk about, you know, this person who I don't serve came to me with a question and now I'm mad. That's a whole different posture, right? Because you're calling people who you trust to call potential out of you, to encourage you that, you know, you're totally right. This was a lame thing that you had to put up with. I'm so sorry that you worked really hard on this and they didn't tell you thank you, but you know what? You're doing a great job. And at the end of the day, we know that you love this profession. So let's just try again tomorrow, right? Tomorrow is a new day. So anyway, maybe some of that's helpful. Maybe that's a good gut check for you if you're in a support role because it is lonely, right? And I'm going to go into this more in another episode, but gosh, supporting other people can be so lonely because sometimes it feels like, you know, gosh, I want people to support me. <laughs> so find your people and then hang on to them for dear life. Set healthy boundaries for what those conversations should look like and be there for them in those moments where they're having a hard day. You can feel very understood without having to share every single proprietary detail about your company. So find your people, surround yourself with wise guidance, and then use those North stars to guide you away from a bitter, resentful heart. That's just not a good look on anyone. And again, that's one of the fastest ways that you can lose this influence that you've worked so hard to build in your organization. So I know that's a lot. <laughs> Thanks for bearing with me. I would love to hear um, from you online. I would love to hear, uh, you know, as an extension of last week's episode, what mistakes you've made and how you've recovered. Um, because no one's perfect, right? We all have hard days. Um, but as always, if no one's told you yet this week, you're crushing it. You're doing the best you can and you're not alone.
and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks again for listening to the Influential Assistant podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at the Influential Assistant and leave us a review on your favorite listening platform. Thanks.